0: Hey everybody, my name is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition. Now, for the last couple weeks, I've been doing this series called "Anime," that I'm calling "Anime's Influence." Apparently, based on the last, based on the last Sunday Edition's title. And what I really want to talk about here is the influence that anime has had on media in general, and in specific, in, on, like, nerdy media, kind of, that everybody consumes, so, like, in the last episode, I talked about how if you've watched the, if you watch DC stuff, you can feel, if you watch DC stuff, and you know what you're looking at, is what I'm gonna say, you can feel the influence of anime, and the way that they, Kind of have that it kind of had bled that its influences bled into the final product in many cases of DC's sto- not just like look and feel, but storylines and stuff like that. Um, and I also talked about how Marvel has kind of failed to take a really super successful stab at doing something similar because of the way they treat their kind of stable of characters. This episode, I want to talk about anime, the influence on just, like, general animation. And what I mean by that is when I was a really little kid before I had, like, thrown myself full-on into anime, I... Yes, I, I remember things like um, Tom and Jerry. I remember things like the Looney Tunes, like Looney Tunes Junior. But I also remember things like Thundercats. I remember things like um, Batman: The Animated Series. I remember things like um, what's it called? Like um, I'm 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 blanking on. Oh, like, I can't believe I blanked on Voltron. And I also remember things like the original, um, Gacha Man, um, which I forget what it was called. It was, like, called, like, Planet Warriors or something when it came out here. And so, looking back on, like, watching Voltron and watching, um, Ma- the original Gacha Man, um, and watching stuff and watching and watching stuff like that that was if you look at it now you're like oh yeah that was that was anime from like the that was anime from the 80s from the 70s that kind of shit i didn't those were not my favorite shows because i was a little i was a little shit, and i didn't look at them thinking oh this has a lot of story development this has a lot of like this this is a lot, this has a cohes- cohesive story. This has um, character development and all this other stuff. And the the American shows I mentioned Thundercats in that whole wing. Thundercats has been like revived in a different series that is like an- that's very anime-esque, is what I will say. But. Things like Thundercats, and things like He-Man, and things like, um, the original Space Ghost, all did all attempted to have, and G.I. Joe did this too, although G.I. Joe is, like, littered with fucking Christmas episodes and weirdness. Uh, They tried to have a a cohesive story, and they tried to have a, like... Character development and character relationships and stuff like this. Actually, the... I it sounds super weird. The stuff that did that the most... The cartoon that I remember watching that did that the most aggressively when I was a little kid... That was an anime was... Um, Beast Wars... Beast Wars, all the like Decepticon characters and all the Autobot characters from Beast Wars, it, it were they had some semblance of a relate of a like relationship to each other, and like they they knew each other names and all that shit. So it was kind of as far as it went, as, from what I remember, um, but it, later on when i was less what when, when i was less what they call impressionable but more like capable of like comprehending what i was seeing was when i encountered like anime on adult swim later at night than i probably should have been up when i encountered you know when i when i watched card cap the fucked up card dub on kid wb when i was when I saw all this stuff. And the reason why I'm giving all this information up front here is because it's important to the way, see, the way, influence, the, the way the influence of, of, of a kind of, of a different kind of treatment of the same medium, aka animation. Affects an industry down the line. Um, you can see this pretty. You can see this in pretty short order with video games. If you look at um, one of the most popular video games right now, Genshin Impact, um, and then you look at, and then you look at um, the thing that came before, the thing that most inspired it, Zelda: Breath of the Wild. You. You see a direct one to one in those games like you just do i it, it I don't know how I don't have to break this to you, but your your new favorite anime wife who got you game it just Breath of the wild with tits and what I mean what I mean by that is it's a very linear there's a very linear version of this in the video game industry. You can, if you release a game and it has a popular mechanic or popular look, within a couple of cycles of new video game releases, you will start to see and get games that look like it. Um, my friend Larry, on the, like, on the, like, pre-Clap, of the pre clap like segment of what of our podcast, um, Uncanny Curd, which you can go listen to and whatever you're listening to me in right now is a podcast about X Men, um about all the X Men comics. But he remarked to me one day that like, how come everything just looks like Fortnite now? And the reason for that is because for, Fortnite is one of, if not still, the biggest video game in the world. It, it it stands to reason that, you know, not only develop, not only um the companies that publish video games would demand that of their art departments, but of the art departments would start to skew that way because, you know, all these people are going out and they're playing... The way I would put it is that being a creative person in the world is not an insular thing. You are not only like, and this is difficult for people to. This is difficult for people to really completely comprehend because it. People who draw creative people, and I can say this because I, I literally draw every day. It, I I've made more pro- I proved it more with my Instagram now, but I literally I mean I'm recording this on a super high end fancy iPad Pro that I usually use I because I have taken to recording Sunday episodes in bed, um but I usually use, it's normal use is as, as a thing I draw on it is I think of my iPad any iPad that I own as a sketchbook, basically. And one of the things that people don't understand about creative is that they pull inspiration from everywhere. Even even the most lauded creatives are usually not shy about the fact that they Take inspiration from places that the the world around them influences them and changes them in ways that in in ways that once you see it it is clear to you and but generally that happens at like at two levels it happens with uh on a small level with like a singular creative person, but it also happens with Almost like a. If you think of like ranges of like eras of cartoons and anime, you can almost think of it like graduating classes. Is probably the best way I would put it. So like, the class of the the graduating class of let's say two thousand eight has in it kids who have seen people and I, I picked two thousand eight because I'm in two thousand and eight the um a huge amount of people who witnessed the popularizing of anime and what that means is is those people myself included are just Anime is among the things that has been poured into our eyeballs. That's and that's to varying degrees. You know, has everybody has everybody in that graduating class sat down and watched? You know, um, Hikaru no Go. Probably not. But has everybody in that class? Is everybody in that class aware of not just aware, but like aware of like? Fine details of the way Dragon Ball Z works, absolutely. And that's on a general and like that's on a general level of my generation. You ask somebody uh, what the deal is with Dragon Ball Z, who's my age, and like most people will be able to tell you that. To- women will probably give you a really vague answer, like, oh, that's that's that show with all the muscly screaming guys, right? That is correct. Guys will be able to probably give you names, give you, like, specific plot points, give you, like, their nitpicks with the show, because we all grew up watching that show. It's It's just true. And... I talked about this a little bit before I talked about this um when i on the episode I recently did about the c g i remake of the first Pokemon movie, which you can listen to in the feed in whatever you're using to listen to me right now um but while there is no while there is no while the internet kind of ripped apart the idea of like a mono, of like a monocultural thing the way, um, Pokemon, Pokemon was. What hasn't disappeared, and what will probably never disappear, is, like, influence of a particular vertical of a medium. So, at some point, that could be Puppets. Um, for a long time now, it has been anime. And I don't think I'm just making this shit up. I, anime is... Anime has been and is, and on some level will be, really important, really influential in animation as a whole because it is... because the 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 factors that make an anime feel like an anime are so wide and varied but there there are some very clear there are some very clear um there is some very clear through lines you can draw and you get enough you get enough uh, aspiring animators who grow up watching, you know, Sailor Moon on Sailor Moon on the TBS Kids on the TBS Kids block after school, or grow up watching, you know, Dragon Ball Z, or grow up watching, you know, all of these all of these different shows that aired when we were kids, and our brains were like too soft and squishy to like make the difference, so we it wasn't like when I was a kid, and when most when most kids are still kids, it's not like you go to Crunchyroll to watch a specific to watch a specific show. At some point, you you're just turning on the TV and you're watching you're watching a cartoon, and that breakdown of the like barriers of this is a Japanese cartoon, so we have a different name for it means that it's. It's more, it has a more net, you're more naturally consuming it the way you would consume other media, and that separation doesn't occur in your brain. So when you, as a creative person, go out into the world and make something, that influence is there too. And you can see that in shows like Avatar the Last Airbender, you can see that in shows like that Teams. most like like a newer, you can see that in um dra- in the in Dragon Prince, you can see that in um, and those are both by the same studio. And so is Vo- and so is Voltron, the new Voltron. You can see that really directly in Voltron because that is very clearly a anime inspired American take on a show that wasn't anime originally. <laughs> And you can see, but you can also see that in little flourishes the animators have. So there's a great, and I've probably talked about it on the on the show before, but there's a great um, clip, and I'll see if I can't find the um, actual clip to drop in the description, So you can just click it and watch it. The great montage of the Akira bike slide as it's appeared in all kinds of different show, in all kinds of different shows, from, like, Clone Wars, to The Simpsons, to all this stuff. And it... It's kind of magical, because it is... It, it, it is, for, like, a couple... For, like, maybe a mi- no longer than a minute or two, it is this... parade of animators who like, sat down and went frame for frame through a really famous sequence in one of the greatest animated films of all time, (laughs) and it is this demonstration of a thing that I said on my um, live streams, if you've, if you follow me on Instagram, which you totally should, because I post, I post my drawings all the time, so if you're interested in that, you should follow me on Instagram, but I on my live stream I always say good artists borrow, good artists borrow, great artists steal, and this is a great version of that. Is that like these are artists going to a source for not just inspiration, but to like crib directly from Akira, which is a Absolutely and the results end up being absolutely fantastic and amazing and fun and cool. And so the other the other thing about this is that oftentimes Sailor like shows like Sailor Moon are made for are made for young kids. Not super young kids, but young kids. But thing that is true of a thing that is always that is really true of anime that has not always been true of especially American cartoons is, or American children's programming is that in general, is that anime animation is just a medium it is just a it's like a, a technique for for creative storytelling and but because of the cost of professional animation in america it, it's been Catholicism is like taken it and said okay we're gonna make this this way because this is how we squeeze squeeze the most blood out of this rock And if you're going to work in animation in America, you're going to do these things. Japan has a much different... Has a... Has for... Has more immediately had a nerd culture that could support more adult storytelling and animation than america not necessarily had but had in a way where they're like these people will pay for shit and so you get things that are less you get things you got things more immediately that were very clearly um made for an an explicitly adult audience like If you watch something like, um, and these are, I know a lot of times my go-to series, um, my go-to example of this, but I really like both shows. If you watch something like, um, Jormungand, or you watch something like Black Lagoon, they are very clearly, like, ultra-violent, deeply adult, um, shows that are, that are made, that are conceived of, and produced for an adult audience, like, they, they, will kids watch that stuff? Absolutely. But, are they the primary audience for it? No. And, the, the, and you can really tell that if you go all the way back to source material of either of those shows in the manga, where like the latest arc of Black Lagoon is all it's like all about fucked up international money laundering, and it, like it's like oh like kid like, this is not a thing that kids that like young young kids would understand if they were reading it. Um, but the, so the result is is that American animation has now caught up and has taken a lot from its, like, anime-esque, from its, from its anime, has taken a lot of influence from anime because the animators now working on all these shows, making things like Steven Universe, making sh- things like um, World of Gumball, making things like the regular show, and all of the different odd, uh, like, very clearly aimed at kids shows, have grown up with anime, have grown up with... It, see, ha, grew up with, you know, see, seeing that in the lineup of Saturday morning cartoons, along with everything else, so they clearly are going back to that for inspiration, like it, Steven Universe is kind of, I mean, it, that show's not as great as I think people want it to be, Don't Murder Me, but that show also it's it's got very clear, like, you know, shoujo anime vibes is what I'll say. And it the way that this stuff that anime began became such a huge influence is it, it is it has such strong it has such strong it's it has such a strong visual presence and it has such a strong set of, like, um, stereotypical things that are in it that are so... That, that when you first see them, you're like, that is very unique to this thing, to, to this kind and of look of animation, that when you're presented, when you're presented with that enough times in a row as a kid, you start to be like, oh, I'm really into this, I want to watch more of this, and then, I, and I'm, I think the influence is here to stay, because it's not, it's not, it's all those things still exist, and, and, in the best shows available right now, they are still like, you know, Violet. Ever- just because Violet Evergarden came out a couple of years ago at this point, did not mean that there are not people who are deeply inspired by the sheer beauty of that show, even if it is boring as hell. Um, and that that will not. So that will not go away. That like that that. Inf- factor of influence will not go away, but I think it will be different because the thing, the thing that is, and I talked about this on my piracy episode. The thing that is true about anime is that now it is, it, it is easier to silo it because it's easier to get to it as like it's easier to tap into that vein and get the direct hit, so to speak, because. When I was growing up, and when like the um creators who are my age and out there and making big, beautiful projects were growing up, if you really loved anime and that was your thing it, you had it was something you had to put more effort into it was something that if you wanted to if you wanted to so My first box set was um, his and her circumstances. And I wanted to watch that whole show. I had borrowed the DVDs from a friend um, when I was in school. And I, you know, I saved up my money. And I, you know, I think that that was why I opened an Amazon.com account, honestly. Um, I, and I hit buy, and I got it, like, a week later, because Prime wasn't a thing yet, <laughs> um, or either that, or Prime wasn't the thing that was widely used, um, or as widely used, and I or paid 50 bucks for a DVD box set, <laughs> and that was how I saw that whole show, initially, because I, it wasn't like you could, it wasn't like you could, Go stream it anywhere. I uh, when I first got into anime, I, that involved VHS tapes, which which were and are a nightmare, still a nightmare. So the the you had to have a devotion to, and I'm not saying people who watch anime now don't have a huge like devotion to their fandom and all that stuff. Not what I'm saying. You had to. Have you had to take you had to put way more effort into consciously watching this stuff? You couldn't just sign up for Crunchyroll, give them like however much a month it is now, and just pour it into your eyeballs. You had to, you know, you had to hope your video store had the had stuff to rent, you had to hope your you know, you had to save up your money for VHS tapes. You had to, like, find a good sale on DVDs and buy those DVDs. And if you look at, like, not necessarily the casual anime fan, but, like, people who, like, might maybe have a maybe have a, crunch a login, but not a subscription and all this other stuff. If you look at, like, the old guard, of which I am hilariously now part of, you'll notice that we have this thing for physical collections. And part of that is because we understand how media works and we understand, like, all these licenses will expire and then all of our favorite things will disappear off of these apps. We get that more immediately because we think about it. But the reason we think about it is because when we were kids... We got to see what a big company d- deemed was m- had enough potential to make money to license and release. Now in the boom era, that got super weird and like stuff that had no business being released was just like thrown on a disc and thrown at and thrown it at your head. It was very strange, but <laughs> it, because of that, like devotion to 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 not just the medium but the acquisition of a style in that medium constantly I, that's really why you see um it, that's really why you see people anime influence all over things like um oh, oh, all over the like popular mass market cartoons of the day because and this is the thing I forgot to mention about um the like the the like incident of the Justice League fights an Ava unit is even when that when that came out, Ava was already like infamous when when the Justice League cartoon came out so it makes total sense that all of those animators would have seen Ava would have like passed those discs around the office in the same way that all of those animators absolutely saw Akira it, it, because but the thing is, is that it's a, many of the people if I had to guess many of the people producing stuff now where you look at you like this is very anime inspired you, they have a like a deeper to, to the real thing in in the anime fan of what oh great you've seen ava oh great, you've seen you know cowboy bebop oh oh great, you've seen you know ghost in the shell at the time justice League was coming out. That was still like a novel, like oh, you saw. This is why I'll probably end end this episode because it's getting a little long in the tooth. But if you think about the um movies in the Criterion Collection, I, the Criterion Collection is lots of times um seen as at least by me in my head, but I'm sure by other people in their heads as A collection of old movies. (laughs) Of, like, movies of a certain age, is what I'll say. But that doesn't mean that they're not classics. And, you know, Akira is old. But it's it's still a classic, and there's a reason for that. But the thing about the, like, super anime-inspired stuff that's being produced right now in, like, American kids' cartoons, is that the people who watch that stuff generally didn't just see Akira. They don't, they haven't just seen all of these other things. Like, they haven't just seen Ava, they haven't just seen Akira, because those, like, influences you see in these shows are more Mm -hmm. are more subtle and display a better command of the of the, like, rules of this is what, of the um, eccentricities of anime then you would have if you just watched the standout things. Because by and large, the standout, still, the standout series in the anime universe are things that are the exception to the rule, not the, not are things that are the exception that proves the rule. So that leaves you with the fact that leaves you with the fact that like those influences are still in these shows, and that would have required like a lot of watching of a lot of weird little shitty shows that no one remembers, because these people were really truly fans because they were taking massive effort to get their hands on things like his and her circumstances, to get their hands on things like Sergeant Frog, and like, but, one of the things that's most amazing about Marvel, about the current round of Marvel, is they're getting to into like, deep, weird, little, obscure shit now, because they've nowhere else to go, they've like, they, they did The Avengers, they've done Iron Man, they've done, you know, they've done tons of Thor movies, and now they have to get, and now they're, like, increasingly backing themselves into a corner where they're getting into, like, more and more obscure things. And that's clearly a choice. Like, they made an Ant-Man movie. That's insane. But the the thing about that is is that though that fandom is getting rewarded for years of like toiling in the obscurity of comics and loving it and and people who have loved anime who are now like the creative class for animation have have loved all of these old shows they grew up with, and now they have an outlet to, like, pay tribute to that. And that's really why animation is the... It has... Children's animation has kind of grown in a way where, like... I'm not saying the story in Steven Universe is good, but if you watch Steven Universe or you watch Adventure Time or any of these things... There is an overarching story there. Yes, it's still, like, goofy kids shit. But the shows don't treat... lot. There are more kids' shows that treat children like they have intelligence now than ever before, which is great. Like, I'm, all, believe me, I'm all for Tom and Jerry. But if the only thing that comes out of animated influence is that, like, there gets to be a storyline for a kid to follow then I'm all for that. And on that note, um, and that's not, I should say that's not the only thing that comes out of anime's influence in children's television now, but on that note, I have been Alex. You've been listening to Lunchbox Radio's Sunday edition, and if you like the show, you can subscribe to it and whatever you're using to listen to me right now. Um, episodes come out every third day and Sunday. Thursday shows of, like general discussion of like a movie or um a specific show um usually anime but not always anime. My last two Thursday shows have been about Queens Gambit, the um live action sports anime ass of a mini series on Netflix, and Jupiter Ascending because the Wachowskis are. Nutballs a nut a nutball of Taku who somebody accidentally gives money to every couple of, every like decade or something, um, and I love it, but um, on that note, until Thursday, I will talk to you later.